0: It was back to the beautiful Ashdown Forest to put our wellies on with block-printing queen, Molly Marne. Much like her work, Molly's story is full of inspirational details and it was no surprise that she, of all people, chose colour over monochrome in the quick far round. Molly also works with her husband, Rollo, but explains how they keep to separate lanes, a tip I strongly agree with. Molly's apparently effortless rise belies the enormous care and effort she puts into everything. She has not only her amazing fabrics and homeware, but now a subscription block printing course and a new book out. Phew, I am both amazed and grateful that she had time to put her wellies on for our chat.
1: So we're once again on the amazingly beautiful Ashdown forest. Um, It's a lovely sunny day. And we're here this morning with Molly Martin from the eponymous Molly Mahn. Um, good morning Molly.
2: Hello, good morning.
1: And Ness is here as well. Hi. Morning all. Hello. And we're off for a walk, so here we go. So Ooh. Molly, tell tell us all a little bit about, um, about how you got started in your amazing printing business.
2: Well actually weirdly, I didn't I got started very close to here, even though I lived in London at the time. And we were living in East Sheen in West London and I had just had Lani, my daughter, and suddenly found myself at home and she slept quite a lot at the beginning and I <laughs> didn't quite know what to do with myself and so I started filling my time with creative activities um, which I love doing and I've always done since I was a child and I had been looking at this poster in a window of a shop around the corner who for a lady who, called Angel who offered these block printing workshops and I just thought that was something I'd love to do and so I managed to sort of disappear off for a day and I went on her workshop and extraordinarily that was just down the road from here it was just near Land, and so I did the course and very soon after we actually decided to move out of London and ended up living down here. I remember that. And that was sort of just totally serendipitous and allowed me to print with her a bit more and then eventually I did a sort of mini apprenticeship I basically worked for her but we called it an apprenticeship because she taught me a lot about block printing yeah and that was the beginning of just a sort of creative outlet for me it was never with the intention of making it a business amazing amazing did she did she are you still in touch with her I do occasionally speak to her less and less, actually. I She think must
0: be quite proud of her little student. Well, I don't
2: know. I hope so. I hope so. She's been such a massive inspiration to me. I always loved looking through the windows of her shop at all the beautiful things she made. And I think what really stuck out was that it was all made so carefully and by hand. And it was this craft that I'd never come across before, this block
0: printing craft that it was completely new to me. So. Yeah yeah it was really enticing amazing amazing what were you, were you doing creative stuff before you start before lani was born um not really
2: i mean i had an events business so i guess that was okay. that, that was quite creative but what i suppose i always think of creativity is like painting or drawing or making my mum always did that and on a saturday at a weekend it was perfectly normal or i thought normal so that mum would be marbling or upholstering or doing something like that with her hand she was always very busy creatively and so it's always been in my blood to do that yeah but then I didn't do art GCSE and I didn't do our a level and so I never followed any kind of career path down that route because I couldn't yeah I think it was something I always wanted to do and so I've always loved workshops I've always gone on live drawing workshops or Uh, I did children's book illustration I did loads of things that I enjoyed doing but never sort of found the energy to keep going at I suppose and it was the block printing course that I just really excited me and never stopped printing
0: amazing amazing
1: so what was the point Molly that you kind of shifted from um you know kind of playing at it if you like to kind of moving it into something that that was maybe a bit more structured well or have you actually reached that point yeah
2: (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i think it's yeah no i think there was a kind of turning point where i realized it didn't just need to be something i was doing for myself at home and that actually you know what i loved was um finding a little market for it and the more i could sell of my block printed the wares the more justification i had to be making some more And so again, at the beginning, I just printed paper in my studio and then I could make little stationary items that I started to sell at fairs and that went really well. And one of my girlfriends then said, picked out a design and said, I love that. Couldn't you do some wallpaper, which I hadn't even thought about doing. And she was decorating her shepherd's hut. So we together kind of came up with a design and I carved it into a large piece of lino and printed wallpaper for her shepherd's Hut. Amazing. Which was so fun, and it was just something new again, and I was experimenting and playing. And I think what I hadn't realised was that she was renting out her shepherd's Hut, and people would ask where the wallpaper was from. Oh, brilliant. So that was great. So then I'd get the old cool thing. Could I print them a few rolls of wallpaper? Yeah. And again, I was thrilled and flattered and did that. And I think that was just sort of slow beginnings of... It being something more commercial.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing, amazing. So on to the commercial. So, so where did you? How did you? I mean, did you ever have a? I, I guess Dunks has just asked this question, actually.
1: Can I get a time? Can I get? Can I, actually, can I just get a time? So like when? So when did you do the? When did you do the course? What year? So. Is that so
2: the, oh my god, I'm so bad at years. Let's say I did the course. Um, god, it, sh- it must have been about 13 years ago.
1: Okay, so and that's, then I yeah. worked
2: for her for on and off for two years. So I guess I first printed my wallpaper eleven years ago. That's about right. So about two
1: thousand and ten.
2: <laughs> Something like that. Yes.
1: And then you st- and then you started out by going to that kind of classic. Because um, again, two thousand and ten. You know, we don't really have social media, no. websites. Having your own website is quite a big deal at that point, which is why things like not on the high street and. Yes. and Etsy grew up um yeah. so I guess you know it's, it's quite a challenging environment to launch a business and get traction so you're at, you're at all these kind of face-to-face fairs and events right
2: yeah you so, that is so true no Instagram I mean I barely I just have one of those funny little phones that you just sort of you only had numbers on it um no <laughs> smartphones then were there no that is so true I think um I as I said I wasn't kind of wanting to build a business. So it was the the sort of word of mouth sales that I was making were fine because I probably by this point had had algae as well. And I was busy looking after them. And so actually it just came, maybe I'm quite pleased. It could be much more organic in that way. Um, And then the next person would tell their friend and they would ring. And I did eventually start to then print on fabric. And that was another level, you know, going from paper to wallpaper to fabric and then making up cushions and making lampshades. And I made them all myself oh. and it was, it was word of mouth. I remember two girls coming all the way down from London and I was just sort of rushing around, madly trying to hide the house and hide the babies. <laughs> <laughs> and these two really cool girls came down cause they'd heard through a friend that I was selling these block printed wares. But isn't that amazing? They came from London to see Whereas I suppose now they would have just... They'd just look on Instagram, wouldn't
0: they? Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah. So, it was slow and organic, and um, I think that was... nice. It's the
0: best way, because you've just got no pressure on you, have you? No, not at
2: all. And I was just thrilled to make any sale. You know, to make a sale was just a really lovely thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, when did the pressure begin?
2: (laughs) So, then... uh, There was a very definite point, actually. So, then... um, My... I suppose the demand grew to the point that I started to feel quite under pressure to create and print and it was no longer just sort of slow and fun it was like oh I've got to get this done and I've got to get this cushion made up so again then I found ladies in the village who could start sewing the cushion covers for me or I started to outsource the making of the lampshades to people who were particularly kind of skilled in that department yeah and that really helped and I was doing more and more of the fairs, the London fairs, the hand sale. And actually it was the hand sale where I met some really interesting uh, clients and people. And again, those fairs were brilliant because you met people face to face and you could really talk to them about things. And one of the people I met was Kath Kidston. And actually I sold to her for ages before I realised quite who she was. And she was very discreet about it. And then one day I clicked and I was just like, oh my goodness, I love your brand. i'm and, um, and i asked her rather boldly if i could chat to her about what i could do with my business and and you know how i could make it slightly more grown up and she became my mentor
0: oh wow and that's, that's amazing been
2: amazing is she still your mentor yes i still talk to her and she's just such a brilliant uh, pillar of advice amazing and, you know she's been there done it all seen it all so I do occasionally still speak to her and she's been an amazing support and it was actually her that pushed me on to get an office and I think that was a real big turning point so she had come down to the house to talk to me and see my things and she was interested in buying some things for her home yeah and I was into just scrabbling under the spare bed trying to find a particular cushion cover or something that she wanted and I and she said I think it's probably time you got yourself a a proper space (laughs) (laughs) and again that to me felt like such an enormous leap to take on the rent or you know to yeah. feel that grown up that I actually had a brand and everything yeah. but sometimes you just need that push in the right direction and somebody who really believes in you yeah and I think that's what she gave me and so I rented a space and we're really lucky we are still in there now it's very close to where I live so I can walk just down the lane to work
0: yeah, and it was lovely. en
2: route to my children's school, so it sort of fell into place really easily. But paying that rent and thinking about having to pay that rent was a massive, a massive sort of turning point and made me realise I would then start to look at have to look at figures and work out how much I needed to make that month to cover the rent and everything else. So yeah, uh, that was now five years ago. Okay. So that was we also made our, we made it a limited business, became Molly M Limited. And I think that was a big turning point.
1: And were you, are you still on your own at this point? Or have you got other people working <laughs> yes, with you? Yes, I was you?
2: still on my own. Um, I didn't have anyone working directly for me, but I, as I said, I was using people to make lampshades. I was using people to sew for me. i just met this lovely girl who had worked for Stone, um that amazing fabric and furniture company in London. And she'd arrived down in Sussex, um, and she started to sort of help on the marketing side, I suppose. She really just came in and supported me again and opened up ideas of things I could do, places I could sell. with we starting to build a website and I used to do my own website with Wix. Wix.com, okay. so take some photos and load them up. All feels so basic now, but that's how it, it worked and I could oversee my own website. And then Rollo, my husband who was in the sporting industry unrelated completely, he would then start to help me with the website. He's also
1: quite entrepreneurial though, isn't he? I well, mean he, in terms yeah. of had his own businesses and stuff.
2: We've always worked for ourselves. Um, yeah, we both have always done that. So we're sort of It's in your I, blood. In our blood. We're not afraid to throw ourselves in, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he would just do that alongside going up and down to London. Um, and he found going up and down to London quite
0: tough. I remember bumping into him on the, on the, on the platform. Right. like, I'm helping Molly, I'm (laughs) I'm working, I'm I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Yeah.
2: And it was so nice and he knew everything anyway. And as I'd started to have fabric printed, he'd often come and help me cut it at sort of midnight or whatever. So he was quite involved Yeah, amazing. Um, and supportive, really supportive. And when I then needed more help, he was the obvious one. And I think he was thrilled to stop commuting anyway and be more around and at home. Yeah. Um, and he sort of balanced both his jobs for a bit. And then as uh, as Molly Man grew, he left, his, um, he left his a little bit more and, yeah, joined me in the office.
0: And how does that work?
2: Uh, do you know, it's amazing. Aww. It works really well. Um, how long has it been now? So it's been those five years. Ah, oh, just after I signed the lease, you know, I got that dreaded, horrible moment where I found I had cancer. And that, for me, the only thing I was worried about was paying the rent (laughs) on my new studio. Um, And that was when he really, really leapt in full-heartedly because I had to have my chemo and all my operations. Um, And again, he was the one person that knew everything already. He knew all the costs, he knew all the colourways, he knew everything. So that really sort of upped his role within the business and it was one of those circumstances that it just had to be that way there was no choice it was how we were going to kind of get through that rather sort of dark period Um, and actually coming out the other side it proved to be brilliant because he really found his role within the business while i wasn't there and i think that was really good i think i'm a bit of a control freak i think if i had been around and was trying to integrate him properly we might have found it quite tricky, yeah. But he took the balls by the horn and got on with it, and therefore kind of found his space. And we haven't really looked back, to be honest. Amazing. I love it.
0: Yeah, amazing the lifestyle that you've created. But what I mean to have gone through all that chemo and carried on the biz. I mean, did you carry on working through all of that? Yes. T- yeah, I did. I try.
2: I tried to kind of keep as normal, um, as sort of every day as possible. Because I guess I was trying to. Ah, push away all the treatment and everything else and I just wanted my kids to feel as normal as possible as well so I did That's I did keep amazing, working woman. I mean not amazing. quite as full powered as I might have been but I liked concentrating on it I wanted to be involved Yeah. Um, and I did gave what you I could fo-
0: gave you a little bit of another yeah. focus and out- I mean I don't know how you did that yeah That's really incredible. good distraction
2: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to focus in on what was going on so much I'm more of a person who slightly sort of just pushes it out of mind um, and for me, that, that was better.
0: That and the kids just give, give you that moment to just have yeah. to keep going.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Wow. Wow. Well done, you. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, well. Gone through the other side now. Yeah, and, um, amazing. All good. Hurrah. Yeah, hurrah.
1: <laughs> so I guess what's what, what really comes across strongly for me in all of that is that moment where Kath tells you, to all intents and purposes to grow up and get an <laughs> office but what happens is you then you know as you said you have to you have to start looking at figures and you you have to start working out what you need to cover that rent and so on yes and almost it it programs a destination into the businesses satnav because there's there's something that you have to achieve yeah in order to keep going Yes. Um, so it's almost like it's it it's almost like it's become self-fulfilling at that point.
2: Yeah, I think that's really interesting, and I think also what changes is that it's not just purely driven by creativity. I couldn't sort of just keep doing new designs or new colours, you know, suddenly you have to be much more considered, um, and each thing you do has to have a plan, and I like being spontaneous and just going with my gut and what feels right, and I think for me, bringing that more commercial uh, sort of thoughtfulness has probably been a bit of a challenge but it's something that I'm always working on and learning more and more and actually now I really engage in this concept of having a campaign as we call it and working towards it and now that I have a team we're all doing our specific roles within this campaign yeah and that feels really lovely yeah. you know to work as a team and to have it all considered and planned and yeah it makes much more sense and you yeah. know where we're going and what the outcome going to be so yeah I've actually it's taken me a long time, but I actually quite enjoy that whole structure of it now. Yeah. I think.
0: Yeah. Feels good. Totally makes sense. Totally. And actually, it does become quite creative in its own way, and with all the different people with all their different expertise. Yeah. Coming together and discussing all those different bits. It's just yeah. Amazing to see. Yes. What so what's your area? So what have you passed on and what are you what's your real baby still?
2: So, so I still obviously do the designs and very I actually good. Have is ex- that solely you that is solely me and yeah. I've always done it with tracing paper and pencil yeah really Amazing. basic and just if lovely. I went to India I would just take my pencil drawings but I now have a lovely girl called Maud who has come along with incredible Photoshop skills oh yeah, brilliant yeah so now I can do the initial design and then I can sit with her and we can sort of neaten it up and repeat it and with scale and add colours in and you're still only getting a kind of digital context but you can really see if it's going to
0: work or not and so that's And really you can change the colour so instantly so, or, know, and the size so quickly rather yeah. than with your tracing paper that actually yeah. is so beneficial. It's so brilliant and yeah. people kept
2: saying oh you should do it digital you know you should use your iPad and use Procreate but yeah. that's not really where I'm yeah, yeah, wanting yeah. to go and... No. There are lovely people like Maud who can do that and do yeah. it brilliantly, so yeah. I'm quite happy not to learn those digital skills <laughs> <laughs> because there's Check someone else out there who can stay do it. You're
0: staying true to your
2: roots, Molly. I think so. Yeah. I think I've got to keep that, the yeah. bit that excites me yeah. alive, and that's sitting in my studio with pen and paper, so yeah. I still do all of that, and then I do, I guess the creative side, the look of it, so I do all the photo shoots. Okay. Um, and the product sort of design. But every element, I have somebody alongside me. We have a girl called Steph who helps do the product development. So she's got great contacts and knows where to source things. So we've sort of sped everything up and we know we're doing it the best way possible. Because yeah. we're using people with skills. Yeah. You know, Sarah still works for me. She organises all my workshops and she does all these, what I call, campaigns. So whether it's our mailer or the story we're telling or... Um, what things we need to be doing for craft week. She's always thinking ahead and yeah. keeping you on track. With the yeah. And knows what's going on out there. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, I'm she's been to, with you. She's is she yeah. your first lady? So she was the one I was talking about at the beginning. So she's been there since we took on this actually just before I took on my studio space. So okay. she would sit in my slightly crumbling studio in the, g- <laughs> the garden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Aww. so she's been there a long time. Yeah, That's so nice. Absolute pillar. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's having this, I love the te- I love our kind of group effort
0: Yeah, a- amongst it all. So how um, do you find all your team? Where do you go to, to well, find these amazing people?
2: They just sort of slowly appear, I think when you know you need someone. Yeah. They slowly appear as you put word out or...
1: The universe delivers them.
2: The universe delivers them. Everyone says I should put that on LinkedIn, but <laughs> I've, never, never I've never had quite, to do that. I've never had to do no, that. Brilliant, brilliant. And, you know, we are, we're not a million miles from London, no. but we are in the countryside. It's sort of, it, I think it is a bit harder to find people and um, on your doorstep, you know, they've got those right sort of skill sets. So I think asking around and waiting for the person to come along is a really good thing. We're about to employ two new people. And we are talking about how we're going to do that you know do we actually officially now do some proper adverts for it or again do we just put word out there um so we'll have to sort of see how that goes um but we, we've got a growing a growing team which is really exciting that's
0: really exciting isn't it
1: so do you have um, and, and so now you're you're at a proper point where you've got payroll and you've got people that are kind of f- fully contracted staff yeah. or are they still no yeah
2: yeah, we do, which is scary and feels like a massive responsibility as well. But, um, you know, it's it's also makes the brand feel concrete and real and all of those things. So we do 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 that. Rollo is good at looking after all that side of the business. <laughs> He's the <Yeah>. number cruncher.
1: <laughs> well, it's another, it's another part of, of that kind of, you know, the whole destination thing. And it becomes, you know, it becomes something that has to happen because... There are mouths that yeah. need to be fed yeah you know yeah it becomes a, yeah there is a responsibility but you you kind of have to wear that lightly if you're going to retain the I, creative I integrity
0: quite, i always found it quite hard when you know just just get, feeding our mouths was, a, was quite a lot of pressure but then suddenly when you're feeding yeah. other people's families oh it's just oh my god this <laughs> I is know. quite a lot of pressure now
2: it really is it yeah. really is but i think it is all part of the I don't know i try to kind of not look too i think i'm often in danger of looking too far ahead and, and not enjoying where you're at worrying or something you know about that and all those things and what if the business doesn't work but for, for their sake all that yeah. sort of thing and yeah. actually you've just got to look at today yeah and do your best i yeah. don't know you know yeah. ron and i always think oh, just got to make those decisions and go by them and feel we've made the right decision in the right moment and And this is all And do you love it
0: as much as now today as you did when you first went to that workshop in
2: Dormansland? Yeah, do you know, I really do. I really, I really love it. I really love the added element of it being a growing business. I find that really exciting. Yeah. Um, Again, you know, it's been so thrilling to find another way that I've been able to work for myself. Yeah. Um, Before children and everything else, I have an events company that I ran with another girl. So I've always been quite a kind of free free range worker I guess you know I've always liked to be under my own uh, employment yeah. that's the right way of putting yeah. it. I like that and um so this is really great that I can actually do something I really adore and make it a business you know all rolled into one um, it feels it feels I feel really proud of it.
0: So have you managed to maintain keeping it all being made because so it's all made in India now isn't it? No, so it's a oh, mixture. sorry. No,
2: no, that's okay. It's a real mixture. So we have an awful lot is ham, and the main aim is to hand block print it in India yeah. in the yeah. time-tested craft that I find just so beguiling and I adore yeah. and feels right for the world and right for creativity and everything else. But there is also that reality check, and we have to balance the books. Um, and there are harder ways of achieving hand-block printed wallpaper for example so those are actual digital prints okay so i will block print the original yeah and then they're, they're printed digitally in the uk okay and so what else do we do some things we have done in the uk so we have we now have some ceramics and they're sponge-weared in Stoke. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah really the, old style. Yeah,
0: lovely. Lovely. And that feels
2: really lovely. So yeah. they, again, each mug's got that little kind of nuance oh, to it because it's been it done by hand that I like. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so we have a real
2: mixture of things. We were actually just experimenting with some screen-printed tea towels. Yeah. Because we just found our hand-block-printed ones just price-wise were just not in the right place and you know, I think you've got to always balance these things commercially with getting it printed properly and done nicely with a a manageable sort of market as well and it's got to be commercial. It's got to work. Yeah, Yeah, so it's a real balancing act all the time. I think the main thing is though that we try to just be thoughtful about it. Where's the product being made? What product, what are they using? Um, Does it add up? All that sort of thing, but
0: Block printing's at the heart of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought it all was. That's brilliant that you're going to Stoke to get your mugs done. That's very (laughs) exciting. I should have known that if I was following your every story, (laughs) I would know that, wouldn't I, Molly? (laughs) I
2: don't know. Sometimes I don't think we're going to sink into the mud here. Sometimes (laughs) I think we don't always tell our story brilliantly. Like, we take it for granted that you would know that. Exactly. And it's so interesting, isn't it? What's so apparent to you about your brand, about your product. And actually, people don't always know the lovely story behind it.
1: Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Um, you're, so, uh, talking of stories, Instagrams obviously uh-huh. became a, a real. Um, oops, I nearly <laughs> went head over heels into the water. Then,
2: um, <laughs> boggy.
1: Uh, Instagrams obviously, obviously, a, a really kind of powerful channel for you. Um, you know, you're very well represented on there, and some some really high engagement and followers and stuff. When, how did that kind of come about cuz we said earlier you know you started with no Instagram and yeah and and obviously you went from a standing start to where you are now so you know what yeah. I, I guess the interesting thing would be what you know what do you credit with that kind of um you know yeah. growth on there
2: apart from your amazing yeah. content of course i think i was using pinterest first which i loved i found that so kind of i could really connect digitally there you know it was so visual and then instagram came along and I think, again, it worked really well for me because what I do is quite uh, embroiled in my own life, if you see what I mean. So Instagram was sometimes pictures of my kids and then suddenly a cushion on a, you know, it sort of grew slowly as from a private account and now is more of a business-related account. But it, anyway, it made so much sense to me because it was such an easy app to use and it was all about the visual. Um, what I do is all about the visual. So it was such a perfect... Kind of space for me to put myself out there um, and you could create this incredible gallery of all your work and it's sort of it was a natural flow and very easy to use i found instagram as well i could actually it was fail safe for me to use it and i i think i'm only recently my following's really grown in lockdown actually i guess when people are a bit more stuck behind their screens but it has been a brilliant tool to be able to reach Across the world and other people and other places that you wouldn't necessarily be able to get to. Amazing, um, yeah. amazing. yeah. So but lockdown, you guys you must find that as well, you yeah. know, with yours, hasn't it? Just
0: it's just such a brilliant marketing tool. It's an amazing tool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I mean, I haven't done quite as brilliantly as you with it. I have to say, you've you've nailed it. I'm <laughs> I'm not so good at putting myself out there. I'm a bit of a techno and I. I don't know because my business sort of grew more through doing the fairs and getting the orders on our website more than Instagram. I think we had a business there, and I didn't really have the time to put yeah. into it. But I, yeah. I do, I do love it as a yeah. as an add-on.
2: It's one of those things you do also have to love doing it because I think you're right. It can take up quite a lot of time, especially if you're adding in all your hashtags and everything. But it's one of, if, it, if it feels natural and yes. it, it doesn't feel like it's a strain, because people often ask me, how do you do it? You know, how do you keep it up? I actually quite enjoy it. Um, I love looking at other people's feeds and um, it doesn't feel
0: like a pain to do it. It feels, yeah enjoy that's what I Whereas for me, I definitely, yeah, I don't say a struggle, but I, d- I don't know. I have a real issue with the whole mental health side of it and spending too much yeah. time on a screen. Yes, you're so right, though. Um, I think you have to be quite wary.
1: Do you still do it or do you do it all yourself?
0: So, for a while, I actually
2: did get someone to help me and she was brilliant and it was really nice to kind of offload for a bit. But then I just found that I connect so much with my clients by it and I actually have quite a lot of conversation and I was falling out of that. So, I've actually taken it back again. Okay. I know. was <laughs> like, you're mad. Yeah, you're but mad, I, but amazing I that like, you feel like you want to. Yeah, I wanted to and... As i say i have conversations with people via it yeah. or i meet people or i feel much more like i know what that person said whereas before it didn't feel quite so genuine yeah um it's got to be genuine so i'm taking a, a funny round robin we need to go back up here
0: now. <laughs> we are in poo, poo land so we are uh, we as are.
1: in winnie the Pooh. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah that's that, quite thank
1: you um so be. you touched on lockdown a moment ago um i i guess um you know, what did um what did March that, that kind of moment last year when when uh oh you know we were all told that we must stay at home and you know, the world seemed a scary place and I started referring to our home as the compound. <laughs>
2: yeah. um,
1: you know what you know, what was your immediate reaction for the business at that point? Were you kind of worried? Did you think that um you know the world was coming to an end you know yeah, how, did, I really how did it feel didn't.
2: I was one of these people who sort of brushed it off rather sort of with my hand oh, that's right um, sorry I just knocked my microphone off with a bit of na- massive bit of bracken are we all good yeah <laughs> I thought I brushed it aside thinking this will just be a short-term thing not nothing to worry about I didn't go into the immediate panic that so many people did it took me a bit longer um, maybe I just, again, didn't want it to be a reality. Um, are you happy just going through the undergrowth
0: like yes. this? This is lovely. Look at the view we've suddenly got. I know, well, I suddenly thought we need to come out. We need, to stop. We need to stop and take that breath in. It's is lovely, isn't it? Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful.
1: Um, so you weren't worried?
2: So, yes. So, so wh- I wasn't so worried initially. I was just more absolutely gutted that I had to cancel all my workshops. <laughs> And lovely Sarah had really, we'd really gone to town. We'd really planned for the first time ever. We'd done this real planning of a year. Like I said earlier, I'm not very, I'm not much of a planner, and we'd nailed the whole year, and it included launching a book and um, uh, launching a new collection, or uh, well, launching my fabrics with a company in America, and we were going to go to the states. And, and then I had all these workshops planned, and this was the year. You know, this was our big year for the business. We were really going to go for it, and and grow did you have a
1: plan called the 2020 vision
2: oh we did exactly (laughs) exactly love that and then it all came to a grinding halt and i I don't know i felt i didn't have to uh, you know my my issues weren't major they weren't health related or all these other things so i didn't feel very sorry for myself but i did sort of feel a bit frustrated yeah and i particularly felt sad about the workshops because there's something I've recently got into doing, offering these workshops so people can come and have a go at block printing. And I was doing it to try and teach people about what block printing was and to understand what went into our fabrics. And when I started to do the workshops, I realized very quickly actually how much joy people got from the workshops.
0: Totally, I'd love to come and do Yeah, the
2: And so again, we'd really gone for it with this, this year of, um, of workshops that we canceled. And so I fell back to Instagram again. And thought I'm well, not going to be defeated they can't come to me but I can get to them via my little Insta channel and I hadn't used the IGTV bit at this point and I just did a little video of me in my studio so basic and it was really I thought it would just we would just send it to the people who would have come to the classes yeah um, which we did but it also just goes onto your feed as it were yeah and they just proved to be really popular and again it's all about encouragement it Sort of made me think. Oh, I'm going to do another one. Everyone likes this. This yeah. is really cool.
0: Yeah, brilliant. You know,
2: actually, how can we get everyone stuck now in their houses? Yeah. And what can you do? What what materials have we got that we could get our hands on? And it just grew from there. And I just think never has it been more apparent that those of us who are creative or have access to creative things we kind of can you know look up, manage ourselves, can't we? We've got stuff to do. We can be busy. Yes. Yeah. And it was those people who relied on their social lives and suddenly weren't going to restaurants and bars and meeting people they were the ones who were really challenged I think yeah Wah! sorry falling in the ditch again
1: so they needed to be shown how much fun they could have with a potato
2: and so we needed to exactly <laughs> and it's so simple but it was just sort of I don't know half an hour here or there for the odd person yeah. of something to do something to concentrate on
0: something different and yeah it's just been really fun yeah brilliant 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 and how did you manage to... Impact. Did you... I mean, because I did the same. I did watercolour art yes. classes. But I had... Daisy was my, <laughs> my faithful assistant. So I didn't yeah, have to so deal cute. with the, the technical side of things. And um, for me, it was more about just getting her involved. Because, you know, trying to juggle having the kids at home. Yes. And... You know running a business yes it's just like it didn't really work so that's why i involved daisy and in i'm just wondering how you managed to do all that with your three little darlings yeah well how, i'm not sure how. about the darlings
2: bit but yeah with three at home um Well, again, it was something that they could all do. So did they get involved? So they got involved. We definitely spent quite a lot of time printing. Occasionally Orlando pops up on my feed. Lovely. Printed alongside me here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I think if you're doing something with your hands and you're busy, even with a little screen maybe recording there, children don't sort of feel put out by that. If I'm trying to do emails and phone calls... I don't know I find it creates much more disharmony if that's a word Um, whereas if you're doing things and making you generally just get on somewhere nearby or yes um, it's sort of easier yeah we're really lucky you know we have a garden that's in the Ashdown Forest I really my children had absolutely no reason to moan or complain Yeah. and they had to get out some of the old toys they never use and um, they had lessons obviously still going so we were fine we were fine yeah brilliant brilliant and so lucky weren't we yeah Yeah. totally yeah
1: and you've kind of turned all of that into another string to your bow ultimately haven't you because you're now offering your block printing as a kind of formal online course right
2: yeah I know it's so extraordinary isn't it how sort of you never know what's around the corner and you've just got to keep plugging away and things happen and you're so right we now um we've made this uh, online tutorial and it's five hours of content it was six days of filming with this company Create Academy who are just brilliant and what they've done is they've created a useful online course but they've they've padded it with really lovely extra things like in, our, in mine you I take you on a tour of my house and I take you on a tour around Charleston and they've made it really uh, watchable you know you don't have to literally get out your lino and your tools and start carving away it, it's just a sort of shows you the idea of block printing and what you can do with it as well as all these other lovely creative um, and inspirational elements around it so their courses are really beautiful and Amazing. that's been so good and then because of all the the potato printing and the creativity that it sparked we've also now got a supplies store so you can on our website buy your pots to paint your tools your lino blocks things to print on tea towels little things like that and that was never, ever part of the plan. We yeah. would, we'd never even comprehended the thought that we would actually be selling my tools, yes. how I create my fabric, yes. to our database, who yeah. you knows it will. Yeah. Yeah. And well, sometimes I do think, exactly am I, am I insane? insane? But it just feels really right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's gone really well. And it's so
0: great, I think. It's lovely for people to be able to... I mean, it's a co- complete evolution from what you said earlier, really, isn't it? Like, yeah. the fact that your mum was... Sat yeah. there on a Saturday morning doing it, and now you're giving those tools to the to the next generation to be yeah. able to do exactly that. It is and it's for your really lovely to see you doing it and being able to be part of it. It's amazing. It's yeah, just yeah. Very I, I mean, you know,
2: I don't know anything about it, but it's got this sort of mindfulness. and I allowed to use that word? Quality yeah. to doing and yeah. again we've all lost that haven't we and yeah some people find it in yoga or running yeah. or um, meditation all these sort of things and or a little for me, bit of I, all of it or a little bit of all of it and I think I really find it in my block printing as well it's yeah it's a lovely rhythm that you can get into and it really just helps with our adult brains yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: so, uh, I guess what's really what's really kind of um, striking about that as well is logically as a as a business person you know, as a business, full stop. You kind of you hold your techniques quite close to yourself. Yeah. And you know, exactly. you typically, you know, you'll get. I mean, we we all get this. You know, people say, "How did you do this?" or "How did you do that?" And you go, "Well, you know, it takes years of training." Yes. Know, and, and and you kind of because you feel threatened by other people, but actually, you know, if yeah. you if you ignite that creative spark in people, amazing things happen, right?
2: Yeah. Well, I think so. I don't know. Gosh, I don't know if I'm doing it. Kind of making commercial sense but it feels lovely and it feels right yeah, and yeah. i think you're right and actually i think it empowers people to understand more about our oh, fabrics are really expensive you know they they they're, they can be up to 180 pounds a meter because it is printed by hand block by block yeah. color by color and it's a very different thing to printing a tea towel you know it's, we've sort of almost broadened our offerings as it were and yes. and i think they all work in conjunction with each other and you're right her, I'm maybe giving away quite a lot of my secrets but I didn't get to do art and GCSE at school and I really was gutted about that and uh, yeah. I, you know it felt like such a sort of loss in a way. And I can't um, believe you didn't, that's hilarious really,
0: <laughs> it's amazing.
2: I know, I know, well it's always, it's there though and I think, I, keep, I, I harp on about this in my book but we are all creative and I think we've yeah, got it in I us agree. and I agree. actually we shouldn't feel like we're shut out from it if we haven't studied it you know there are ways and i guess that's what i'm wanting to kind of offer as well is people to have a chance to get get arty or get creative
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well we do the same on our website we've got you know the basic they can put their artwork onto a water bottle they can put their artwork onto anything absolutely yeah. anything it makes it so special as well it yeah.
2: makes it unique to yeah. them doesn't it and exactly. there's so much like, there's so many brands out there saying the same sterile thing, and I think what we lack a lot is something that's unique to us or bespoke. Or... So that's so lovely, I think, to be able to do that. Yeah.
1: We yeah. get so many customers with talented children, you know, who will um, come back year after year to create,
0: yeah, Sorry. Yeah.
1: To create Christmas cards or to create, um, you know, a, a, an evolutionary kind of tea towel or yeah. a mug that has their... their um, their son or daughters art on it yeah and they just come back year and it's year amazing out.
0: watching them grow yeah their yeah oh, that's grow. so sweet yeah i love that it's really lovely really, yeah and you've really got lovely. all your loyal customers you mean who come back well yeah to to yeah. you know support their children yeah that's so in great in their own creativity you yeah know? it's lovely really it's magic nice. um and then you just touched on oh what was it oh oh your book what was uh, it your yes. book let's hear about oh my gosh, your
2: book my book so, I wrote a book called House of Print, or a house, and it's out there, and again, we, nev- we were going to have this lovely little launch party for it, but that didn't happen, so we sort of launched it ourselves across Instagram and the internet, um, and it's a really simple little book, but it's easy to pick up, it's sort of slightly soft back, you know, it's very accessible, yeah. full of photographs, and I kind of call it my love letter to block print. I just, it's taken Aww. me, finding block print has taken me on such an amazing journey and I just wanted to kind of I don't know inspire people to do that it doesn't have to be block printing but that you know one little thing can take you in this amazing yeah
0: uh, route that's that's and
2: so I just share um, as well um, what printing is all about and how I get inspired into creating my patterns and what colors I love and you know is it's a simple and basic book but I just sort of felt the need to um, put it out there and again, I do love paper, I love books. I've got so many books in my studio and I find them so inspiring when I can find a moment and open a book about Indian print or something like that and I think I want to be part of it. I wanted, I wanted to add something to it. So, yeah, it's just quite a personal book, I think.
1: Well, I think it's safe to say that you have um, you've definitely added something to the world of block print and I don't think you've finished yet. Molly, it's been a real treat to speak to you. I've got a couple of Bits of uh, um, put your wellies on with admin that I need to do with you quickly. So we, we always do the quick fire round with our guests. Okay. So I've got um, six questions for you.
2: Oh my goodness. It's
1: multi-choice. Oh god. And it's only two choices. <laughs> okay. So it's probably called binary choice. Um, so music or bird song? Bird song. Monochrome or multicolor?
2: Multicolour.
1: Big night out or quiet night in. Oh
2: god, quiet night in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: beach or mountains mountains walk or run walk and assuming that those big jet planes in the sky or ferries were crossing borders easily
2: yep.
1: um, home or away for your holiday
2: oh away 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 <laughs> um,
1: and there's one other thing that we will ask you to, to uh, share with us um, afterwards is which is uh, your favorite photo that uh, expresses family outdoors or colour or a combination of the three so if okay. you could have a think about that okay. and we'll um, we'll get that off you later
0: oh lovely oh thanks so much thanks, thanks molly. molly that was amazing. amazing really lovely story so inspirational thank you thank <laughs> you such a pleasure